Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We are back. Yes, sir. Episode 15. Let's get it. 15. Back off the two-week hiatus. I'm Justin. I'm Deshaun. And you are listening to the Out of My League podcast, where we are here always to give you the latest debates, updates, and sports stories. And we have a lot to discuss. A lot to discuss today. Basketball, man. A lot of basketball. NBA bubble. My sons went home. It's okay. Uh, ain't no man. Yeah, tough, we did, we went ain't tough, no though. Tough road out. Yeah, the book went crazy. We we out here. Hey man, it just wasn't the sun's time. <laughs> Not this year. It just wasn't the sun's time. But you know what time it is? Dame time. Dame time. Man, let's go ahead and get it kicking. It ain't nothing. I want more. Ain't nothing. I want more. When you, I, ain't, I told you when I first came here, I said I ain't come here to waste my time. I came here. They gave us a chance to get in like we asked for, and that's that's what we're here to do. Job still ain't done, but I, I said, you, you know what I'm here for. We're trying to get in. We, our work ain't done yet, but we're fighting for it. They're not done yet. They're not done yet. Nope. And you know who you know who they play? Your Los Angeles Lakers. All right, well, they're done. But. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, they're done. I think, I think they can get two. I think they can get two. No. <laughs> I do not think they'll get two. I think they can steal one game, and I think it can probably be game one if the Lakers, you know, are taking them for mm-hmm. granted. But I think it's only going to take LeBron James one game max to figure out who the identity of the Portland Trailblazers are for him to key in and get his team ready, and they'll give them a gentleman's sweep for one. Well, the good thing about the Blazers is they have a, an abundance of scores. So you have – Dame, you have CJ, you have, you know, Mellow. Mello. True. Mellow, you know. <laughs> Three gang Mellow. Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. No, it's it's a good, and then Nurkic is going crazy. What, he had 20 boards the other day? Like 18 at the half. Yeah, ex- exactly. So this this team, this, this Blazers team, they are, they're a veteran team. They know how to play together. Obviously, it's Terry Stott, the head coach. He's been formulating that team for a little bit. You yep, know, yep. all of them have camaraderie together. And they have bigs. They do have bigs with Whiteside and Nurkic. Yeah, so and, and then, you know, the wing defenders, but they're missing they're gonna miss Trevor Reza. For this series, they're gonna miss Trevor Reza. Def- defensive exactly. purposes for sure. A wing defender who yeah. can also shoot the three. They're gonna miss that. Yeah. Because they're scoring, their scoring is gonna be fine because you have Melo, you have Dame, you have CJ. They can they can score points. It's no problem. And the Lakers defense, I mean, we'll be honest, Lakers defense isn't that great either. So but if we're going to be honest about the Lakers defense, we have to be honest. Oh, about we already know the Blazers the defense, Blazers is not, defense. Yeah, their defense has been terrible. They had the Nets looking like the Toon Squad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, they were looking the incredible. The Mall Stars. They were looking <laughs> incredible. But I can't say enough about Dame Lillard, man. What he came to do from the jump in the bubble, yep. he told us he didn't want to come back to waste his time. He exactly. didn't want to play just to be playing. He wanted a chance to get into the playoffs, and he did just that. And I want to go ahead and congratulate myself because I picked the Blazers to make it to the playoffs. 
And did. you picked the Grizzlies. I did pick the Grizzlies. And they folded. <laughs> they folded. He's folding. No, he's, <laughs> he's folding. Yeah, no. not. I mean, I mean, John Morant did his thing. Yeah. Um, rising star, obviously. What happened was Jaron Jackson Jr. Yeah, that hurt. That, that hurt. That hurt big time. When he got hurt, it was over. I don't know what it is, man. I just love Dame's mentality this whole time. He came Savage. down here and he meant business. I mean, he dropped back-to-back 50-plus point <laughs> games in the bubble. Scored over 102 games. He literally put the team on his back. And when he was finished, he was like, I mean, this is what I do. And he had, I mean, be honest with you, he had to because CJ's battling with the fracture back. So kudos I mean, to CJ because that like yeah, that, that hurts. Yeah, yeah, that that last game, he played out his mind that down the stretch. And he had Ja on skates. He did. He did. He <laughs> yeah, did. Ja on skates. Yeah, CJ pulled them through. But yeah, man, Dame's been playing lights out. And I do think that, you know, that backcourt is gonna give the Lakers a little bit of trouble. For sure. But I just can't see them taking out LeBron or AD in the first round. Uh, I just, I mean, maybe not. I feel like the Lakers are going to win the series, but I do think yeah. that the Blazers can steal two games because, again, if we're looking at the scoring, like the Lakers tend to struggle against guards that can score. Like, you know, you have you have three premier scorers right in right in the backcourt of you know the Blazers you know I mean the Melo can get you 25 at any given moment any given moment so you know it's going to be a pick your poison type of thing like if you're going to draw the attention to Dame you have CJ he's going to score and CJ's been looking healthier and healthier as this tournament has been going on and then you have Melo who again he can get you 25 anytime you need it you know he's going to shoot that thing like Oh yeah, he letting it go. Yeah, one thing Mello about Melo, he gonna let it go. Yeah, but I just think playoff basketball is different. At the end of the day, the game slows down in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I feel like the Blazers' last few games, they were running gun type offense. They were really fast paced. They were scoring in the one twenties almost every game. It's, it's a different environment. It's a different ball. Yes. Here's the thing: the bubble has changed the tempo of a typical NBA playoff. This is not your average NBA playoff type format. This, this is, is a lot of run and gun speed. The pace is really fast and a lot of scoring. You know, there's not a whole lot of defense in the playoff in the bubble. There's been a whole lot of scoring, not a lot, not enough defense. Teams are just, they're ready to run and gun. This is, this is the, the format for it. But I think that was because of, you know, the mindset just coming in. Everybody was getting their legs back, just trying to get the chemistry. Still back. trying to get the leg back. Yeah, yeah. Still getting the chemistry together. Mm-hmm. I think it was more of pickup basketball in a sense is what I thought it would look exactly like before. It, is, yeah. it looked like pickup basketball. But I think now that the playoffs have started, teams are focusing in on their game plan. They're going to hone in on defense a little more and they're going to tighten up. So I don't think it'll be as much scoring. And when the game slows down, I think LeBron understands the game. He's been doing this for so long. And he's never, you know, just been blazed out of the first round of the playoffs. LeBron usually goes to the finals, albeit in the East. But now he's in the West and he has his team in first place. And I know everybody said, you know, the Lakers have been struggling lately, but they haven't had much to play for in the bubble at all. That's still no excuse. It's it's a mo- it's a momentum thing. So like if you have, I understand. You gotta it, catch a you gotta catch your stride. But when you're in your 17th year in the league, you don't take the regular season so seriously. He has he hasn't been he's been doing this for a few years now. I mean, if they weren't, he's also it, playing a lot of minutes. Yeah, but if they weren't, you know, in the bubble right now, think about what he'd be doing the regular season. Load management. He'd be taking games yeah. off. So with Kawhi, you know, mm-hmm. so so with the stars, the teams that are already established. Right. 
So I look kind of look at it like that. Now that the playoffs are in, I think we're going to see, you know, I'm not going to say it's going to be a flip of the switch mm-hmm. and they're going to look like a whole new team, but I think they'll look a little more focused. They'll look a little more in sync. Mm-hmm. The chemistry will be better. And I think that, you know, he'll have his team ready to go. LeBron said, you know, he's not taking the Blazers lightly. And I believe him. Like he also came down there with a job to do and he knows what it takes to win. So I think that he's going to settle in. But I want to get to you, man, and your sons, man. Eight no, the only <laughs> team in the bubble undefeated. How does this leave you feel? How does this leave you feeling? You know, knowing that y'all went eight no and y'all competed the whole time. Is that is that good for you leading in the next year, or is yeah. that a downer that y'all didn't make the playoffs? Yeah, absolutely. Like it, it gives me a lot of confidence going forward. First off, I want to give my hat and tip my hat to Monty Williams. He is a phenomenal coach of a very young team. People forget Devin Booker's only twenty three. That entire roster is nothing but 20, 22-year-olds, 23-year-olds. I got some questions about Book. (laughs) I got some questions about Book. No, you don't. (laughs) But here's the thing, though, right? Like, I feel like the Suns, they they competed their tail off, right? They did. In the bubble, went 8-0, perfect record. And they, they, they really came together as a group of young guys not a whole lot of veterans on the on the team. You had, you know, Rubio and Ubre are technically your veterans on the team, which is not I mean, they haven't been in the league that's that long. True. Um, but no, I mean, I think Devin Booker really put the team on his back. And then you had the young guys, Mikel Bridges. You know, you got guys like Ty Jerome and Cam, Cam Johnson. My dog. Yeah, there, there's I mean, role play after role play, and then you had DeAndre Aiden get at, you know, I think he averaged a double-double again. So He was active. Yeah. He was very active. This is this is a young team that I think if they if they add one more all-star, superstar type player next to Devin Booker, and then you pair him with DeAndre Aiden and Mikael Bridges and Oubre and all these guys, they can they can potentially make noise next year. Now, question. I have a few questions for you. Um, one, do you think the Suns are similar to the Pelicans where they have a lot of young talent and, you know, moving forward in the right direction? Because I feel like the Suns did the exact opposite of what the Pelicans did. Yeah. People, people can say that the bubble was created for mm-hmm. Zion to get in the playoffs. Yeah, he cannot. They get folded. It. They yeah. look, they look horrible. They do. Yeah. They look, they look horrible. And they fired, they ended up firing, uh, their head coach, which I, Alvin Gentry's a good coach. He shouldn't have got fired. Yeah, I think that was a little premature. Yeah. Definitely caught me off guard. I'm sure it caught him off guard yeah. as well. Yeah, he spoke today, and he he was very shocked that he got fired. Yeah, like, but uh, do you think it was more so the Suns coming together, playing together, and really competing, or do you think teams were kind of slacking off? Do you think they could do that, you know, on a regular basis? Yeah, they, 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 did a, they did in a regular season. Let's not forget, they beat they beat teams like the Clippers. They beat teams like Utah. They beat teams like the Nuggets. And the, these these are playoff teams. They beat the Blazers. Like, the Suns have had they have signature wins on their resume this season. I only, so, I only bring that yeah. up because, you know, they're the only team to go undefeated mm-hmm. in the bubble. And not make it. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. couldn't make the playoffs. So that means they were definitely, you know, a couple games back, yeah. obviously. Yeah, I think they were four so, games. In the beginning of the tournament, I think they were four games yeah, back. So yeah, so I guess it is something to build on. Mm. Do you think Devin Booker is going to remain a Phoenix Sun? Yeah. I think Devin Booker, his relationship – not only with Monty Williams, but with the front office now, the new structure of the front office. You got a new president of basketball operations who he's been, you know, glowingly talking about. You have James Jones as your general manager. He has a really good rapport with him. They have a constant conversation. Devin Booker's in a good spot. 
He's an emerging superstar, yeah. so teams are going to start looking at him. Yeah, I mean, teams are, teams are going to start looking at him. He can score his butt off. For sure. And he's, again, 23-year-old superstar, yeah. and he's he's ready to lead a team. Once they continue to add pieces, more and more pieces, the Suns are in good position because they have nothing but young talent. A lot of guys on the rookie contracts, Devin Booker, and I think Booker, Oubre, and... Uh, Ruby are the only players that you're actually paying mm-hmm. right now. Everybody yeah. else is kind of on the big, rookie contracts. Yeah. So you have the flexibility to add a potentially another all-star to superstar type player. And then you have the backing of the front office. Like Devin Booker, I'm not leaving a situation to where the team is built for me. If you go to, well, first off, the Suns aren't trading him without correct compensation anyway i mean you're not gonna <laughs> this, get a young true. superstar this is true in his fifth year and get it from cheat it's not happening i guess i look at the phoenix suns market compared to mm-hmm. bigger markets mm-hmm. i mean we, we can look at the la's the the golden mm-hmm. states like these are just big name markets. even the new york's it would be nice if they the had Brooklyn's. money <laughs> yeah it would, it, <laughs> it would but i mean it, i just look at bigger markets yeah. that attract bigger names mm-hmm. and it's simply off the market itself, just mm-hmm. off the name themselves. They attract the biggest of stars. So I wonder if Devin Booker would think to, you know, go to one of those teams. I think because him yeah. pair, pairing Devin Booker with a, a LeBron James, per se, mm-hmm. p- putting Devin Booker over there with like the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the funny, the thing is, like, well, I know those teams don't have the flexibility to do that right now. And it's going to be a couple years before they yeah. can do that. True. But I know that. For a fact that Devin Booker is happy in this situation right now. Now, two years from now, if they're still in the same and not making group, the playoffs, exactly. Yeah. Two years from now, we may be having a you, different conversation. You want to see progression, and it seems right. like Devin Booker, even though he's only twenty three, he's been. It seems like he's been in the league forever. Forever, right? That, it's only his I, fifth year. Yeah, I think I, I think that's what it is. It seems like he's been in the league forever. Yeah, and he's been a he's been. I'm not gonna call him a superstar just yet, mm-hmm. but he's. He's very close. If he's not a superstar, he's very definitely on the cusp. He's yeah, he's definitely on the cusp. Like he's amazing. Yeah, he can, he, he, can, he can literally score at will. There's, he's he's really really. I have good. yet to see somebody clamp him. Like yeah. So yeah. no, he's he's definitely uh, still ascending player. Um, he's he's actually grown a few inches over the last couple of years. Which is crazy. So nuts how these NBA players hit. He got taller. Like season. he he was like six five, and now he's like six eight, which is crazy to me. I still think about Ben Simmons growing like four inches. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, like while he was hurt. <laughs> but let's jump to the teams that are in the playoffs because the playoffs have started. Yeah. We just seen a game right before we started recording. Mm-hmm. Bucks. They took that L to Orlando. Orlando. Of all teams, you took an L to Orlando. Hot take for me, and it might not even be a hot take at this point. I think the Raptors are going to beat them now. At first, I thought it was the Heat, and I still want to see a little bit more from the Heat. Mm -hmm. But I think the Raptors have had the same chemistry for the past few years. They're Uh, so well Even Even, even, you know, when they had Kawhi, he just ascended them. But I think their chemistry, even without him, Mm -hmm. it's almost like the Warriors, their chemistry before KD. Exactly, yep. I feel like they have that type of chemistry. Yeah. Not the shooters, obviously, right. but that type of chemistry. And they're blitzing teams out of the East right now. Yes, they are. And Yes, they are. Defense on both ends of the floor, too. Yes, both yes. Both ends of the floor. The Raptors are playing their tails off right now, and it's showing on the on the, on the scoreboard. Literally. They're jumping they're, out to 20-point 20, 20 leads exactly, first quarter. Exactly. First quarter. They got, they got the Nets out of here. Yeah. 
Twice. Quick. <laughs> I was waiting on the skunk rule. Yeah. But yeah, man. Past the sticks. Like. Yeah, literally. Yeah. But yeah, Giannis, Bucks. He he looked like he was frustrated today too. Giannis was very frustrated today. I mean, he was just committing just dumb fouls and he was shooting crazy shots, out of character shots, and it's he looks very uncomfortable. It's gonna get harder for him. Yeah. I think, like I said, the playoffs are different from regular season. I think every team in the playoffs is going to be a little different than you've seen them their first few games in the bubble. Right. They packed the paint today. Giannis still got his points. He still had his numbers, but they packed the paint, made it harder for him to score. And when his supporting cast isn't there to support him, yep. we see what happens. Did I think they would lose to the Magic? No. Didn't see that coming yeah, at all. Shocked me, yeah. And it wasn't just a loss. They got obliterated. Yeah. They got beat down. Yeah. They, um... It's, it's it's so funny. Like Vucevic had a really good game against Giannis. He really did. He did. And I think that team, I give I give you know credit to their their head coach Steve Clifford. Like he he really has that young team. He just nope. There's not really a superstar on that team. But I mean Vucevic is. I mean he's an all star. Yeah. But like there's not a real superstar on that Orlando Magic team. But he just has them competing at the height of the moment. Like. This is what this is what it's about. This is what the bubble is about, right? And you know here. who looked really good? Uh, Markel Fultz looked really good. He looked good today. Shout out to the DMV. Mm, I, I'm glad he's coming around. I mean, there was so much expectations of him on him. Yeah. When he came, you know, out of college, and then for him to go and it didn't work out in Philly. Yep. And change the shot around. Everybody's like, "Yo, what are you doing?" Yep. He looked comfortable. He started the game four for four today. He's gonna be fine. Like. People forget, like, when Markel Fultz got drafted, I think he was 19 years old. So, like, he still has a lot of room to grow as a basketball yeah, player. Yeah, for sure. As a, as a man, uh, he, he's going to be fine. I feel like when the expectations aren't so high and the pressure isn't mm-hmm. on him as much and he, he can just hoop. He's going to be, yeah. Yeah, I, f- I feel like he's much better off. What else you got, man? Eastern Conference, I got the Raptors. I know you still like the Heat. You still, you still think I like Heat? I like the Heat and I like the Raptors in the East. I like those teams because... First off, they're very good, well-coached team. Mm-hmm. Like, well-coached teams, they have culture. Both organizations have a, have a long history of just culture. So I think that those teams are going to carry the load in the East. I do believe that no the, Bucks, the Bucks, no, the Bucks are not going to represent the Eastern Conference in the finals. I don't want to completely jump ship, but I think I am. I, 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 think, I think it'll be the Raptors. I think it's going to come down to the Raptors – or the Heat. Yeah. Um, Those are two teams I'm going with. Yeah, well. I'm not I'm yeah. not sure. Aside from Giannis, if they pack the paint, I'm not sure what mm-hmm. the supporting cast would do. And they have players. I mean, Middleton, yeah. Bledsoe. That, that are like, supposed to be supporting him, but yeah. they haven't. They they had a rough game today. And I think this, I'm not, I'm not trying to, you know, overreact yeah. to this game. Even though it was a bad loss, I'm not trying to overreact because I do think. They're going to adjust. They are oh, going to adjust. I think but, the Bucks come out and beat them by 20 next game. Okay. Right. I, I think I think they come out and beat Orlando by 15 to 20 points next game. I got you. I think they'll they'll fix that. They'll come back with a mission on them. Let's jump to the West, man, because I mean, let's be honest. That's that that's what everybody's yes, really sir. watching right yes, now. Sir. Clippers. I still have them coming out the West. They are just super deep, very well coached. They have their depth is crazy. I mean, they have wing defenders, they have three-point shooters. They have a lot of two-way players, too. Like, the Clippers are the most complete team in this tournament by far. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's close. I think I think they are – they're just well-rounded as an as a organization, as a team, coaching staff, 
or a front office and their players. I mean, you have two pr- premier pair players, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and then you have a bunch of guys that play both ends of the floor. And you got the big guys, the aggressive defenders. You got the Montrezl Harrells, and you got the you know Patrick Beverleys. You got you know guys like that that are yep. you know Reggie Jackson. Like these guys are playing both ends of the floor. They're giving you quality minutes, and they're just this team is they're primed. They're ready to go. I'm telling you, Mark, Mark Morris, like what a game! I'm telling you, what a game! They're surgical. Yeah. That's and what they're, they're very tactical. It's it's they're, almost they're surgical. And they're such a hard team to defend because they can score at will at any point in time. And it's crazy because you're not going to be able to check Kawhi. You're not going to be able to check Paul George. You're not going to be able to do those. And then you have three-point shooters on the outside that can really light you up from deep, too. You got the pick and roll game with Montrez Harrell. Like defense, like their defense, don't get me wrong. When they played Dallas last night, they struggled. They struggled, Agreed. and Luca had kind of had his way with them, but I believe Doc Mavs, Rivers. Mavs shot really well as well. Very, very they, well. They, they shot really, Tim Hardaway Jr. Really, really he was well. lighting them up. Yeah, they shot really well. Yep, and Seth Curry as well. But um, no, I think I think the Clippers are coming out the Western Conference. I just think they're the most complete team, and they play both ends of the floor very well. Yeah, like I said, they're tactical. I was watching the game yesterday, mm-hmm. and they jumped out to a 10-0 lead immediately. Immediately, um, maybe like a minute and a half in. Yep. I think I blinked and it was eighteen to two. Yeah, and you know they let they let the the Mavs come mm-hmm, back. Come back yeah. At one point they were down double digits. Fourteen. Yeah. Yeah. At one point they were down double digits, but you can see when they really buckle down and they're not frustrated because I did see Kawhi get frustrated. Mm-hmm. That's the first time I've really seen there him show a lot show of bad a, calls in that game too. That's the first time I've really seen him show a lot of emotion yeah. toward the refs, and you know just he made a few frustration fouls, mm-hmm. but. When they turn it on, I don't think it's much you can do about it. At one point, the Mavs couldn't get past half court. Yeah, I'm talking three straight turnovers, and I was like, "Yo, this is nuts." Defense on that team, yeah, is, it's, it's scary. It's a premium. It's yeah. scary. It's the length. They're all defenders. All of them. They're all defenders first, score second, yeah. almost two way players across the board, and it's I, I applaud them. Like Doc Rivers and those guys, I applaud them for really putting that roster together. A bunch of two-way players who just are gritty, tough, hard those yeah. players. Yeah. And they, you know, they do it at will. They know how to get in your head, too. Exactly. They, yeah. My guy Pat Ben, they, they Montrez Harrell, they, they Morris. Know how, they, they know how to talk. Yeah. They're some good trash talkers, man. More, Morris got Porzingis out of here. They're some good <laughs> trash talkers, man. They know how to talk. But Kawhi Leonard can literally get to his spot that ain't every down. single time. And his mid-range is crazy. Undefeated. Yeah. His mid-range is undefeated. It really is. And when Paul George gets hot, it's uh, it's nothing you can do to stop it. Let me tell you something. I seen Paul George come down the court and hit three straight threes. That's exactly like, what happened. I was, all right, <laughs> it's like all right. I'm like, what do you what do you want me to do? Yeah. What do you want me to do? PG, I'm telling you, PG's prime. Like people forget, PG last year. People were talking about him this year. Last year, he was MVP candidate. Exactly, he was top three in the MVP race, and he yep. was he was really he had that Thunder team ready to go. Yep. And then he hurt his shoulder. Yeah. I, I'm still going to, you know, hold on to the Lakers. Mm-hmm. I think the series will be, you know, a six, seven game series. And I think ultimately the only reason I picked the Lakers is because I think they have the best two players. They do. They have the entire had, tournament. Yeah. They, they have the best two players yeah. in LeBron and AD. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if the game's close, the best two players will find a way. Okay. But. 
I wouldn't be surprised at all if the Clippers come out. Yeah. Because they're they're good. Very and good. I think they they can wear you down with so many different people. Mm-hmm. I think that's what the Lakers lack. I'm gonna tell you what. There's a team that I just think is a little underrated in the Western Conference, and it's those Denver Nuggets. I'm telling, I'm telling you, those Denver Nuggets, they're a tough team. They are a tough team. I think they're, and they're they are well rounded. They play both ends of the floor. I too. think they're well rounded. I think they're very good. They don't make mistakes. They don't turn the ball over a lot. Nope. But I don't think in the clutch, aside from Jamal Murray, because, man. And Jokic. <laughs> I love my man Jamal Murray. I don't think they'll be physical enough to handle a Clippers or a Lakers in the crunch time. Okay. I don't think Jokic is bodying an AD oh, when man. it comes down to it. I think he can body AD, but. I personally don't. No, I don't. I don't think he plays that style of basketball. He's he gets he gets gritty sometimes, mm-hmm. but he's more of a finesse. He's definitely a lot of finesse. He's but more, I feel he's like more when of he, a when finesse. You, when you when he gets that ball in the block, he's taking you. That's a that is a fact. <laughs> yeah, it's like I don't AD, know. AD, AD. I don't. I don't. Physicality wise, I think he's taking AD. He's up for because that's that's one. The, that's he, a question that people AD, have on AD as as well. AD's up for defensive player of the year right now. Yeah. He he's he's been, been playing. playing. He's, he's been, been playing some great defense. He has been playing great defense. And he'll yeah. probably he'll probably finish second to Giannis. Giannis, yeah. Giannis yeah, probably going to get MVP and yeah, defensive and player defensive player of the year. Yeah. But um, yeah. I don't. I don't know if the phys, I don't know if the physicality. And maybe it's not even that. Maybe it's just the playoff experience. It, it could be. It could be that they're still yeah. they're still a young yeah, team, yeah, young nucleus. Yeah, yeah, they're still a young nucleus. They mm-hmm. still have room to jail. Yeah. So I'm not. I'm not. Doubt, I'm not doubting them. I, I yeah. just don't think that they're there just yet. Okay. I don't think they're there just yet as far as playoff experience. Yeah. Um. I mean, I like the Mavs. I think with Porzingis and Luca, as much as you know. They lack on defense, and they had a. They do uh, lack on they, defense. Yeah, as much as they lack on defense, I think they can score. You know, with the best of them. Lucas, oh lord, just watching him play, and it's <laughs> it's so funny. Like Luca, Lucas, he's only twenty years old, but he's killing. He is killing. Even the best defenders in the league are having a hard time defending him. He's not the fastest. He's not the most uh, most athletic guy. I mean, he just knows how to get the angles on you, and I don't understand. It, it baffles me because I look at him, and he's not blowing by anybody. He's not super flashy. It's all finesse. He he, he has like a slow release yeah. on his shots. Even but, his Euro step is but slow. Yeah, <laughs> but he gets buckets, and he just rem, he reminds me of a not-so-quick James Harden. As far as getting to the lane, you drawing contact. You know that contact. was his comp coming out with as, James Harden. Yeah, as yeah. far as getting to the lane, drawing contact, yeah. getting to the free throw line. Like, he's a he's really finesse. Like, James Harden isn't the fastest. He has a way better handle, yeah. obviously, than Luka. Yeah. And, you know, he's, he's more he's of quicker. an athlete. Yeah, yeah. He's, more of a, he's more of an athlete. Definitely faster, yeah. Yeah, he's more of an athlete. But Luka can still just get buckets. I don't he, know how he does he, it. He can just get buckets, but I think and he's tough. Yeah, he is. Lucas, no, tough. he is. He's tough. He he holds his own to yeah. be so young. He's not backing down from anybody at all. I like it. He's tough, and he's holding. He's holding the guys older. You know, his his older mm-hmm. teammates accountable on the roster. He's trying to be a leader. Yeah, he's trying to be a leader. I think uh, him and Porzingis in in the future. I not love this the year, nucleus. I love it. They're gonna be a problem. Yeah, I think I think they'll be a problem in the in the West. My guy Tony Renzon, who's in the. Uh, Front office of the Mavericks. I salute him. That's my guy. I knew 
when they when they made that trade for Brazingas, I said that's that's all Tony right there. That that's his guy. All right, man. So as we you know wrap up the playoffs, since they just started, as we wrap up the talk, what's the most interesting matchup first round wise that you like? Got to be Utah Nuggets. That game was nuts. It's oh man, it's so good. Donovan Mitchell had fifty seven points and lost. Yeah, I would be living. I'm not no. talking to my team all day. But Jamal Murray, told you. When it mattered, different. Man, look. Outscored the Jazz by himself yeah. in the last, like, six minutes. I'm telling you, that series right there, those are two tough teams. Two tough teams. I really like that series. Really, and really And Mike Conley's coming back, too? Yeah. 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 Loved, I love that series. If I, if I had to choose a different one, mm-hmm. I would probably pick the Thunder and Rockets series. It's going to be a good one, too. Just because of the matchups. Yeah. I think Westbrook coming from OKC. Chris Paul. <laughs> Chris Paul in OKC. And originally, they sent Chris Paul to OKC to, to ride. Yeah. Like, we, if we're going to call a spade a spade, they sent him there to set him up for failure. Yep. Nobody thought they would be as good as they are right now. Nobody believed in them. Nope. Nobody thought they would make it to the playoffs. And he's really wheeled that team yep. and have them playing great Basketball. I'm you, Chris Paul, Shea Gilders, Alexander, Stephen, Je- uh, yeah. Stephen Adams, mm-hmm. they're playing. Shea Gil- I'm telling you, Shea Gilders, Alexander, excellent point guard. They're excellent hooping. point guard. I'm telling you. Yeah, Him and nah. Chris Paul play really well together. They're hooping. So I think that's going to be an interesting series. I hope that Westbrook can come back sooner rather than later. I yeah, know he's, uh, he's out hurt. with the quad. Yeah. I know he's out with the quad. So, so I hope Harden, he- Harden better show up. I know that. Harden better show up. Not doubting that. He better show up because it's been too many times now. You've been in the postseason. You're not showing up, bro. They, I, and I understand that. I, it's like I'm with that, but I'm also not with that. I think yeah. he gets more than not show up because he doesn't win at all. But <laughs> I can't say he doesn't show up if he just scores forty and they lose. Like, like, what do you, what do you want him to do? Well, like, I, I, all right. So, like, so is he not is, is he okay. not showing up or is his team not showing? Well, up? Well, there has been a couple of games where he. He's been you like know, but, a lot of turnovers, but, but, things but, like that. But last year, mm-hmm. he 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 had a he had a solid playoff run, decent. He had, he, he had his points. <laughs> he had he had his usual numbers. Yeah. He's winning against better teams. And then when, <laughs> but they live and die by the three. So bingo. At the end, yeah. At the end of the day, and he don't play no defense. He ain't playing no defense. Agreed. <laughs> Hard ain't playing no defense. Agreed. But I do think their team is playing better defense in the bubble so far. Been they've, been, they've been playing a they've been playing some solid defense. When they play against the Bucks, they definitely yeah, they play they, good defense then. They, yeah. they definitely clamped down and came back in that game yeah. to win that game. Mm-hmm. Um they've been playing with, a little better defense no, with no the small Russ, ball. Yeah, no Russ is going to be interesting. No Russ. Russ played a he played an integral part of that that defensive squad. Of the offensive squad too. Yeah. Russ has been amazing. Yeah. Um I think he's went under the radar this year. Hard to say because hard to believe because it's Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. He's one of my favorite players to watch in the NBA because yeah. he's so explosive and he brings it 110,000% every single game. Yep. Yeah, no doubt about that. So, yeah, I think that's going to be an interesting one. Who was your biggest or who's been your biggest disappoint, disappointment? Excuse me, can't talk right now. Who's been your biggest disappointment thus far in the bubble? Those Philadelphia 76ers. I, I, and I, was, I tweeted it yesterday watching them, and I said it's August, and I still don't know the identity of 76ers right now. <laughs> I, I really don't understand who this team is, what they're about, who's the go-to. Like, I don't, I don't, I already don't didn't like the the coach. I don't like Brett Brown and the way he's coaching them. It's time for him to go. It, yeah, it, it's it's time. 
Um, I don't understand why Joe Embiid wasn't getting fed the ball without Ben Simmons there. Like that was questionable to me. I don't understand why you're not. The offense should go through Embiid without question. And then Tobias Harris was struggling, so the offense should have went through Embiid. They gave and him they, way too much money for way him. Way too for, much for him money. Not to be producing. Way too much money. Yeah. I think I can say it like this for the 76ers. They're lacking a leader. Yeah. Simply put Jimmy to me, was that last year. Simply put to me, they're lacking a leader. Somebody yeah. that will take accountability. Somebody that will hold you know, accountable. Yeah, wield that team together. Yeah. And like, yo, this is what we're gonna do and execute it. Yep. Yeah. I don't think they have a leader. I feel like they're all just out there playing as if they just met each other. They don't have a leader as a head coach, and they definitely don't yeah, have a leader yeah, on the floor. Yeah, and I don't. I don't think Brett Brown's doing any better at all. I don't know what he's calling, or if he's calling anything for that matter. I don't know what his game plan is, but it's 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 way overdue, bro. You yeah. gotta go. They they lack a they lack a they lack leadership. Yeah, because Embiid should be that guy. He should know better because once he's on his game, playing in the post, One. there's. One of the no, best. Nobody, nobody should have been able to hold him yesterday no. against the Celtics. Nobody. He should have had a triple-double. <laughs> yeah, nobody. Yeah. But, I mean, he's out there on the corner shooting threes. Step-back threes at that. Like, like, bro, why are you dribbling the ball and then hitting a step-back three? You are too big yeah, to be way stepping too back. too big, bro. First of all, you're going to hurt yourself. Yeah. Again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, again, literally. But, yeah, I think they lack leadership, and I don't think Brett Brown can really control the team. At all. He has no control of their team. Yeah, I don't think he can control the team. So and I, I don't think, think he, re- I don't think his relationship with the players is good at all. And usually, the teams that are winning in games like this are the the organization from front from top to bottom. The organization is aligned as such, and the head coach and the and the best players on the floor have a have at least a decent to good relationship. Brett Brown, Embiid, Simmons, you can tell there's a disconnect somewhere. You're right. I've been saying that for two years now. It's, it's almost as if they don't respect him. Exactly. Yeah, they don't take him serious. And, and they I, disagree with it, a lot of his calls and a lot of things he says. Yeah, and it, sh- it shows. Yeah. It shows. No wonder Jimmy Butler won it, it out. It shows. Okay. Every, everybody's so standoffish after yeah. the game when they lose. Nobody really wants to take accountability for the loss and, yeah. you know, how we can improve. It's just, a, oh, you know, we just got to play better. A and, lot of mixed messages. Yeah, yeah, a lot of mixed messages. Um. I'm going to say my biggest disappointment of the bubble was the Pelicans. Okay. I had very high expectations for them. Why? Um, I'm, Well, I'm not going to say high expectations, but I thought they would play a lot better. Okay. I, I really thought, you know, the goal was to get Zion in playoff mm-hmm. position. Yeah. I don't think they won. I think they lost like their first three, four games. They did. Like, like they didn't, they didn't look good. Um, Personally, I don't think he looked that good. Zion, I, I, I don't think his. I don't think he was conditioned like everybody shape. thought he he's was. Out of shape. Yeah, out, out of shape, and you look. You can tell he looks gassed every game. After every quarter, he looks like he's yeah. just gassed, and he's just. I think the weight he does really need to lose like thirty pounds. I really do because there's no way that you are twenty years old and you're the heaviest player in the NBA. The heaviest, and you're not a center. You're the heaviest player in the NBA, and you're not even a center. It jumps like a point guard. <laughs> yeah, but guess what? When you jump and you yeah. get on them knees, damn, no, damage yeah. on your joints, your knees, yep. and that's why he's always hurt. These soft tissues injury, injuries and things like that. knee injuries, ankle injuries. Like you need to lose weight, bro. To me, I thought they and were. The, go- and the Pelicans said that. 
The Pelicans yeah. came out and they said this offseason that he's going to be on a nutrition plan and he has to get a, get in shape. Well, he also said that as, after they exited yeah. the bubble, he said that he's going to focus this year or this offseason on getting his diet together, getting his health back, conditioning better, yeah. and he's going to try to, you know, be in better shape. Yeah, because he, you can tell he's out of shape. But I want to say, I, I think that I expected them to be what the Suns were to a degree in the bubble. Not, I didn't expect them to go eight. No, but I expected them as a young team with talent. Yeah. A lot of talent. They have talent. Mm -hmm. Like Brandon Ingram is good. Lonzo. He's also good. Yeah. Yeah. Like he was hooping. Yeah. But I feel like they folded a lot, like under pressure. I don't know if they lack the experience, um, but I feel like they couldn't close at all. Yeah. They struggled. They struggled badly to close. They made too many, Young mistakes for a team that should have. You have a couple of veterans on that roster. Yeah, like JJ. Yeah. You have you have a JJ. You have some older. Yeah, you have some Drew older Holiday. Drew like, Holiday. These guys, I feel like that team should have been a lot further along than they were. So I agree with you in that point. It's almost like they didn't progress. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's almost like it's almost yeah. as if they had the same. They had the same season as last year. Exactly. Like we give them expectations and we expect them to progress and take that next step. I thought they were closer. I thought they would be closer is what I mean. Yeah. I feel like they were, I feel like they didn't make any progress. No. But they had the talent. They just, I don't know what it is. That team, they have they have a lot of talent. Like a whole they lot do. of talent on that team. They have some big names. Yeah. <laughs> they have a lot of talent on that team. Both young and a little bit, a couple of veterans mm-hmm. that they signed. Like, I feel as though that team, and I, I feel bad for Alvin Gentry because I, I felt like he should have been in contention to like really take that team to the next level Yeah, the following year. Because yeah. how are you going to blame Alvin Gentry when Zion has been in and out of the lineup the entire season? He started the, the first 25 games, he was hurt. And then yeah. he got hurt again. And then he got out of shape and he got hurt again. And he, <laughs> it's like... What if, and then he got hurt again. Yeah, it's like, yo, like, you, he was hurt, like, three different times this year. Like, I don't know what you want to do. And then, like, he's taking breaks. Like, he's not playing some games, taking nights off. Like, then you got injuries to, to I do think he, I do, I do think he mismanaged the use of his minutes. I would say that. Bit. I would say that. I do think he mismanaged that yeah. a little bit. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I get it, kind of, because, you, you know, he's your future. He's literally your future. So you don't want to put him, you know, at risk if he's not ready. But I do think he kind of misused his minute, his minutes. Excuse me, good lord. But because um, anytime Zion would catch any sort of rhythm, he would get taken out. Mm-hmm. I will um, say this, and I said this before they got drafted. I am taking John ja Morant every day of the week over Zion Williamson. That's how confident I am in Ja. Ja look great. Ja look good. Phenomenal. But, but Ja also look young. Um, welcome to the NBA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and everybody, yeah. everybody's like that. Exactly. Nobody, nobody's gonna come in and just you know be that guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, Luca kind of did, but definitely, yeah, Luca, Luca kind of did. But yeah, Jala, Josh showed you know his inexperience at times, but he still plays very hard. He definitely wants to win, and you can see his drive, his motor, and his He's determination special. to get better. It's as the game went on, he adapted. He learned and he got better. Jaw special. Yeah. And some of the clutch moments, he, he he hasn't been there. He has that mentality. But he's no, that's what I mean. He has that mentality that he he's, wants he's to a win. Killer. Mm-hmm. He is a killer. 
He is a killer. He's not. He's not afraid of any. He's a killer. That's my guy. Oh no, nah, he, he he's definitely not afraid of anything. I seen him try to dunk on three people. Yeah. Yesterday, and when I thought he was going for a pass. Yeah. <laughs> it, ja, yeah. He he's just a special talent, and you know, I, again, I said this before. He's the, the future. Draft. He's he's truly going to be one of the the superstars of the league one day. Yeah. He's the future, man. The youth. Yeah. The youth. Speaking of youth, man. What is happening in college sports right now? <laughs> you know, at this point in time, I I I really don't understand what the NCAA is doing. I, I feel like they are just so selfish. Like I I don't understand. Like why why are you that money driven? It's it's almost sickening to the point where you you value your bottom line so much that you are openly willing to essentially put these student athletes, none of them getting paid, a lot of them coming from poor backgrounds or not great backgrounds, and you're putting them in position to potentially get sick. For one, they have to take care of their families. They're trying to get to the league. And I feel like the NCAA, all they're worried about is their money. I want to stop you right there. Go ahead. You say NCAA, and at first I said the same thing, but as things have progressed, I don't think this is an NCAA thing. I've been watching a ton of interviews. I've been looking, you know, at all the updates. I don't think it's necessarily NCAA. Um, I think it's it seems like it's more of an individual conference thing at this point. Well, the NCAA, the NCAA. I think is at the root of it because they're so disorganized. They their communication is so bad. They don't have one set person in charge. I heard one of the NCAA presidents or commissioners, one of one of the top guys, say that, you know, it's not his decision on whether one conference can play and the yeah. other conference cannot. Yep. That was said. So I can't put that necessarily on the NCAA. I don't know exactly who to put that on, well, I, whether I, it be the conference yeah. president mm-hmm. or what. Well, I, I will. I will put it on NCAA, but mm-hmm. I will I will also agree with you on this point mm-hmm. that the Power Five conferences, the Power Five commissioners and ADs essentially run college sports. Yeah. So right. there we go. I will I will I will agree with you on that point. However, as an organization, the NCAA for one has and I'm going to say this has essentially been. No, I don't want to use that word. I'm, I'm, I'm going to back off that word, but they they have been taking. Speak your piece, King. <laughs> they 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 they're almost like the mob to where they're trying to run their business and they don't care about anything else. And I feel like they they really truly they truly are not looking out and and you know really wanting to do what's best for the student athletes because if you did. You you would make your adjustments. You would try to hear the players out, and the players were on conference calls with the league executive, the executives, the NCAA, the Power Five commissioners, and things like that. And the players came back after that call and said they do not listen to us. That was that's, that's out tough. there. Yeah, that's, that's in tough. the media. That's tough. That's in the media. That's not a good look. They don't listen to us. That's not a good look. When you don't listen to your product, I mean, well, I know they don't listen because. I mean, look what we have right here. The Big Ten and Pac-12 have canceled fall football. Yeah, they're hope in hopes of playing in the spring. ACC, SEC is you know business yeah. as usual. And Big Twelve, yeah, and Big Twelve. 
planning to play September 26th. Question for you. Do you think that the medical professionals, the same medical professionals that the Pac-12 and Big Ten have, have, you telling me they don't got the same information (laughs) as the information that the Big 12, the SEC, and the ACC got? This is why I'm so confused. It seems like they're on two opposite sides of the spectrum. There it is. There's no... Leader, there's no leadership. Like, yep. who do we look to if the commissioners like can't agree on something? I have so many questions. How is it that the Big Ten and Pac-12 say there's no way that we should be playing right now, and the ACC and SEC are saying, "Yeah, no, nah, we're cleared. Like, we're we're good to exactly. go." Exactly. I don't know if it's because of the location. Like, I don't know if they have information that others don't. But I feel like. If you're all under the NCAA umbrella, y'all should be sharing information. Mm. These should be daily, hourly conversations with something so big and at stake as college football. (laughs) And it it just baffles me um, how they're handling it. And it's also Mm. even messier how some of the players and coaches aren't even on the same pages of their own school ADs and presidents. And it's like, what you you didn't know? One one of the eighties said, um, "I I don't even know if it went to a vote. Mm-hmm. How, how how like how are you lost? How are you not in know. these conversations? Why are you not in these rooms? Who's making the decisions? And we've had team Nebraska, Nebraska trying to <laughs> Nebraska Nebraska okay. Nebraska <laughs> Nebraska has a little too much dip on their chip yeah, first and foremost what's happening? you're Nebraska one you're not good enough to just say yo <laughs> not at all we'll, we're, we're gonna dip and play football nobody wants to play you anyway yeah. at all at <laughs> we, all you're like, Nebraska like, like we call that an easy dub okay <laughs> like you're the bye week on the schedule so relax <laughs> I want you to relax you're the bye week on the schedule but look at Justin Fields like look what he's doing He he's got a petition with probably now, maybe almost half a million signatures on it. Guarantee you, that's not going to get one second glance from. It's not. It's, it's not, not going to get one second glance from the Big Ten presidents, ADs, commissioners, and whomever. Here's what made me laugh today. I was reading an article. I forgot. I forgot uh, uh, who the article was written by. Do you know that <laughs> Mike Shuseski, Coach K, Coach K, came out. This man, this man actually said this. This man said the focus on NCAA should be fo- should be focusing on March Madness next year. Real. <laughs> because they need money. Real. Real. <laughs> he said these words because they need the money. They need it financially. Double salute. I miss basketball. Look, I'm I'm selfish. I miss basketball. It's people like you. It's people like I'm you. I'm sorry, man. Look, I'm sorry. It's people man. like you. I'm gonna see myself out. I'll see myself out. No, it's no. Nah, that's a wild statement. It, what is happening? Like, it's, it's, okay, he should not be saying that. He has time on his side because March Madness is not for. What are we doing? Uh, a whole, the rest of the year, but that's a doing? that's a little reckless to be saying. What are you doing? Yeah, this is why y'all should go to Carolina. The, all right, <laughs> the, the are we fun. getting we getting off topic? Let, let me let me focus. Yo, I'm trying to plug. I'm trying to plug the school. Yeah. We do not care. Y'all just got Corona. Y'all just got Corona. 
We just canceled class. We just went to all online class. We just went to a strict online curriculum. But we playing that football though. Believe, exactly. Believe that. Came out. Oh yeah. Believe we that. playing football though. We playing football though. I don't know if you heard Mac Brown spin on it, but he was like, "Aha! Let's <laughs> less people on campus. We can create more of a bubble atmosphere." Aha! These coaches make me sick. Him, Dabo Sweeney, Nick Saban—they're all making me sick to my stomach. I I get it. I don't. I. I I get it. Because, I look, I'm looking for the players. Like, I'm trying to – look, I'm for, I'm for the players. You're not going to pay them. You're – here's the thing. Here's the thing. You're, you're going to sit here and tell 18, 19, 20-year-old, oh, come to my school. You you gas them up the whole recruiting process. They, get, they commit to your school. You don't want to pay them, but, oh, they get that free meal plan, though. They getting a free meal plan. Uh-huh. Cash the, swipes for days. Yeah. <laughs> you, you getting a free meal plan. You going to get some boosters, so you're going to get a little money in your pocket. You know, I mean, every school does it. We're going to be honest here. Yeah. Every school does it. They have boosters. But you are willing to jeopardize their health so you so you can keep on getting that paycheck. The school is getting that money. Because college football, in the South, we're talking about the South, there's College football makes them so much money. Yes. Facts. So Facts. much money. Facts. That's why the SEC. The, the breadwinners in NCAA. The SEC, mainly. The Big 12. Texas, Oklahoma, all those, you know. Mm-hmm. The ACC, Carolina, Florida State. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Breadwinners. College football makes them a lot of money. They bring money. A lot of money. So this again, it's a money thing. It but, always has been. But this is this is where it gets tricky, and this is why I say I understand because I try to look at both perspectives. Okay, I try to take out the bias because one, I think college athletes should be paid. So at the end of the day, they're always losing to me because they're not paid. Yep. Two, I personally don't think they should be playing, but I understand when some players say that I may be safer around like in a bubble type system than being out somewhere in in the streets or not not so, necessarily in the streets well, but there's just two, out in the environment. There's two different arguments here, right? Cuz there's there's some player there's some players that are saying if y'all are going to just have school and people are going to be on campus, we can play football. The other group of students are saying, yeah, I don't, I'm not listening to that group. Yeah. <laughs> the other group of people are saying, why 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 are we why are we being risked? Like, oh, I'm sorry. Let me let me backtrack. There's a group of players saying, if y'all are having school and all your ads and things like that, y'all opening the school up to everybody, mm-hmm. but we can't play football. The other group yeah. is saying, y'all are basically, <laughs> y'all are basically canceling classes, but you're making us play football. And that and that is and that this is where I have the disconnect because it's that word making you play football. I don't know if they're withholding scholarships if you if your team but, is playing and you're choosing not to. But I don't know if they're mm-hmm. gonna give an extra year there you of go. eligibility. There, there, it is. there it is. The NCAA has out. no plan for that. Yes. That's the thing. The NCAA it's this all comes down to the NCAA Bingo. not being organized, not having a set plan. I feel like they are the most ill prepared organization are. right now. They really are. 
in sports when it comes to the coronavirus. Yeah. We've seen the MLB have an outbreak of cases, but they've got they've managed to somewhat get it under control. Yeah, but they postpone the games every night. Yeah, so. <laughs> but they they are. Yeah. But they're talking about going to a bubble format mm-hmm. for their playoffs. Playoff, right. For their playoffs. And they're still playing games. And, you know, the cases have come down a little bit. Mm-hmm. I feel like the NCAA, where it gets tricky is, well, football in general is going to get tricky because way, way more players, mm-hmm. way more players. But I feel like the NCAA has no structure going on. If players opt out, will they get another year of eligibility? There, there are going to be people that try to transfer from the Big Ten, I'm sure, mm-hmm. and go to an SEC or ACC school. Can they play right away? Yeah. Because they're not going to be able to play football in the fall. Mm-hmm. What about the players that are, you know, looking towards being draft prospects next year? Are they going to play in the spring? So that, that's, no, that's, like, that's going to be it, my they're, point. They're, they're so, there's so much with the college football it's it's a slippery slope mm-hmm. to me cuz i understand the players that you know um football could be like a safe haven for them school mm-hmm. could very well be a safe haven yeah. away from you know the area that yeah. they live in or where they grow up at and things like that and it could be a lot better for them mm-hmm. not just in a football perspective but just in general to stay out of that environment yeah yeah i agree with that but at the same time you're putting yourselves at risk Bingo. with all these people with no compensation mm-hmm. and you're getting nothing. Out yeah. Of you, you're getting, you're getting nothing. You're going to be able to showcase your talent, okay. but you at play, the end of the day, you're playing half of it. To me, it, the season has an asterisk on it because there are only 10 two. Games. Yeah. There are only 10 games. There are only three conferences playing major right. conferences playing right now. You're missing arguably one of the best teams in Ohio state. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, the big 10 huge conference. Yeah. And it's like you can't you can't crown a champion right. like this. It's it's not really a fair deal. So I feel like the NCAA has dropped the ball because they're letting the individuals uh control their own sides and nobody's in unison. Nobody wants to be an adult. Nobody yeah, nobody's in unison. It's it's like they're not talking and they're they're trying to one up each other. Yep. And it, it's just all me- of them. And it's messy and it's pet it's actually petty. Yeah. And the worst part is you're playing with the players' lives. Exactly. Like, that, that's where it sucks. Like, they're trying to one-up each other, but they're not risking their lives. They're risking the players' lives. Exactly. Because at the end of the day, it's going to be the players that are out there coming in physical contact with one another. Not the coaches, not the ADs, not the presidents. I guarantee you, they probably won't even show up to the games. Exactly. They have no reason to. Yeah. They, they don't want to catch the coronavirus. Nope. Like... So it's messy and it sucks. Yeah, and I want to I want to touch on your uh, NFL draft um, subject you you touched on there. Yeah, the play like the players that yeah. will be you know so, draft eligible. So yeah, the players that know for sure, like the top 150 players in the country or something like that that know that they are declaring. Yeah. For the for the, uh, next year's draft, it has been reported that they will not play. I wouldn't spring, either. I wouldn't spring. either. Because yeah, if you're already slated to be a top 150 uh, let's, let's, top 150 prospect, I'm not playing either. Let's use Justin Fields. He let's use Justin Fields. Let's, let's use play. Justin. I don't even know why he keeps on. Why so, he has a position? Like, <laughs> why, dude? You're going top five. What are you doing? Like that's what I'm saying. I mean, he he's a child. I mean, I'm not gonna say he's a child, but yeah. he he's a he's a young man. Yeah. He's a young adult. He wants to play football. I get it. Like you have that mentality, but he has to look at the bigger picture. I there's there's no way if I'm his parents I don't let him even have the option of playing in the spring. This was going to happen. I think that's why he's trying to go so hard to play now. Yeah, because he 
to me, that's not even an option for him. And I think he I think he knows it, which he's is a, why he's trying to play now. He's going top five next next uh NFL draft. And what he should do is this is this is the steps he should go. Opt out, hire an agent. Your agent will pay for you to train. You train for the next X amount of months up until the draft. You start meeting with teams and they'll look. You're getting drafted top five, regardless, because your film is already out there. Your tape is already out there. People have been studying you. Scouts have been studying you for a long time. What I am concerned about is the players that rise during draft season, right? I so agree. The, a lot of I seniors. Agree. Uh, I agree. A lot of seniors that. Pl- players that fall right. under the radar, yep. that, that fell under the radar last year, but could have breakout exactly. years this season. Exactly. Yeah, no, They're I get it. They're losing a lot of money. I, I get, get it. it. I get it. At the same time, my health is more important than that. I'm sorry. Of course. If if I'm Trevor Lawrence, I'm not I'm not no. I'm not even stepping foot on Clemson's campus. Not at all. Ever again. No. Look, ever ever again. No. Until I have millions of dollars. At all. You're the number one draft pick. Exactly. You've been the number one draft pick for probably the last two, two years. years. Yeah. Like, like yeah, you've been the number you've one been draft pick. Slated number for, one for, yeah, the, last for the last like two three years. So it's you have no reason to be playing. Like I I, I don't understand the mentality, and I get it. For the love of the game, mm-hmm. people love to play the game, okay. and, I, and I understand that. You know, you know but, what people love more? <laughs> money, security, <laughs> money, <laughs> health, security. You want that? You want you want that? You want to be secure, right? So you would I rather risk another season playing college football I and potentially it. getting hurt, and then that's going to drop you down because guess what? You have no more games to come. You have no more seasons to come back from. Take hey, this. Is what you're going to do? Hey, look, college prospects. Hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> hear me hear me hear, clear. Hear me out. Believe me when I tell you, these NFL scouts will find you. They will find you. They Look, they've been doing work on a lot of these guys since they've been in high school. And I, I, what I'm telling you is, go ahead, opt out, hire an agent, start your pre-draft workouts. Start but, all that. Start working out, get a trainer, all that. Because guess what? The information is just getting funneled. But let's not make it seem like, you know, next year's draft is going to be cake. It's going to be one of the hardest ones ever. Exactly. Because I'm... You're actually going to make the NFL work. Yeah, <laughs> because, the, yeah, teams that don't play till the spring, players yeah. that don't play at all, it's going to be tough decisions. Like, you're going to have very little film to go off from this year. Mm-hmm. You're going to be digging deep. Yep. Like, you're gonna, it's going to be a lot of teams trading their picks, I'm sure. But guess what? going to be trading picks for players, the I'm NFL sure. The NFL makes billions. They yep. make billions. You have scouting staffs for a reason. Make them work. They're going to have to get all the information and gather all the information on you as possible. Make them work. I get it. Make them work. That's what they're getting paid for. You have area scouts. You have your directors of directors of scouts, of scouting staffs. You have scouting meetings every quarter. You you have information being dialed and typed in every single day. You have pre-draft meetings all the time. They will, look, the information's there. I get it. I get it. Um, final final thoughts on this. Do you think college football will finish this season? No, this fall. No, I do not. Do you think that if they start in the spring that they finish the season? No, I do not. Why is that? Is that because it's still because of the coronavirus, yeah. or just because? Because I think the end. I don't I, think a spring season is feasible. I I don't think that. Well, it's not feasible, and I think that the NCAA is just too. Dis, uh, disorganized like they're just not going to have their stuff together to get it done i think yeah they still don't even have a plan for (laughs) with the players now like uh, i'm i think i'm with you for the most part until the ncaa as a whole gets it together 
I can't trust the ADs of the conferences, the presidents of the conferences, these commissioners to get it together. Like it's almost as if they're at a table and they're just not speaking to each other. It's, exactly. It, 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 they are it, not communicating it, whatsoever. It's, it's mind blowing to me that we have two conferences say there's no way that we thought it would work to play this fall. And we have three more that say, oh, yeah, we're good to go. Exactly. And already had a, and already had a 10 game schedule prepared. Yeah. yeah. Prepared. <laughs> it's like you knew this from the jump. Exactly. Like you knew, to me, it's like you knew this from the jump. Like you showed your cards early. You were never going to back down. Exactly. So it, it's it's so much disarray. Money hungry organizations. So much every disarray time. right now. Every time. Money hungry. It It's unfortunate because, I mean, I don't think you can crown a champion. No. From Asterisk. Like, yeah, I don't think you can crown a champion from, you know, only from missing two conferences right. in the fall. Don't think you can crown one in the spring if you're only playing with two. Nope. And I just find it funny at the end of the day that, I'll, I'll say at least almost half of the campuses, the uh, schools, are doing remote learning. Yeah, and yet players are still, you know, coming to campus to play mm-hmm. football. I just, I just find that funny. To play football. I find look, that funny. look how silly that sounds. To I, play football. I understand the bubble. I under, I understand. I get it. I just find it. I just find it kind of ironic. And I don't think it's a great look at all. So that's that, man. But, but guess what? It keep that money. Keep that keep the wallet fat though. The wall of fat, yeah. though. It keep the money coming, though. Yeah. And but I'm, guess what? And I'm Who sure cares about the student they're athletes? Gonna they're going to watch. I'm, I'm sure people are going to watch. I'm I'm sure I'll watch. I will watch. I'm sure. Yeah. I, I will watch. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm sure, I will watch. I, I'm going to watch. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to watch. If there's football in the spring, I'm going to watch. I will watch, yes. I'm going to watch. Even though I'm sure a lot of players are going to opt out. Yep. A whole lot. Um, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm, go- I'm going to watch. I just think it's weird. I think it's going to be it's going to be interesting. And with NFL, I mean NFL is what three weeks away. Yep, three weeks away to the first game. Interested to see how they go. Their their perspective is a little different because they're paid at the end of the day. Well, they're paid, but the NFL and the NFLPA already agreed to terms on yes a format to keep the players and the coaches. they have a plan. Right, they, they have a plan. They have a plan. Detailed plan laid out. That's what the NFL has right now. They have a plan. It took them forever to do it, but they have one. They have a plan. So. Yeah, NCAA get it together. Yeah, like do do something. Some somebody, somebody take charge. Somebody step up and be a leader, and get all the other conferences on the same page at least. So like, disappointing. Like all, <laughs> you have conferences looking nuts out here. Like you have conferences saying, "Why y'all cancel so early?" And you got the other ones. Y'all really gonna do this? Y'all really gonna keep playing? It, it's, it's amazing messy. how many it's people messy. cannot communicate. It really is. It's messy, man. Quick hits before we get out of here, man. Washington football team, my team, still nameless. First black team president. Hired Jason Wright. Historic. Historic. Colossal, colossal, colossal. First black president in NFL history. Hold on, hold on, man. Let me give us a round of applause. It took us until 2020 to get the first black President NFL team, yeah. I'm so happy for him, but the, the NFL the NFL should be ashamed of itself. It's unfortunate that it's taken this long, but some progress is better than no progress. Bingo, and that's how I look at. Ravens working out Des Bryant, man. You know what? Nope. I think they should nope. do it. 
I think they should do nope. it because here's the thing: you have Devin Duvernay, you drafted. You have Hollywood Brown. You get a Dez Bryant who doesn't even need to start. You just give him an opportunity to get a couple reps every game, mm-hmm. rotate him in and out. That's what you need: a big play, big body receiver. Lamar can just lob the ball up. Go get it, Dez. Jump ball if, specialist. If, if he can still go get it. J- jump ball specialist. If he, if he can still go get it. I hear you. I think, Alex Smith cleared. You know what? I'm so happy for Alex Smith, but I need him to understand that he needs to just save his health. It's, I'm sorry. I'm sure he loves football with ours heart, clearly, because that's why he's out there. You love football. I understand, you know, this is this is what you want to do. This is your love for it. But bro, you almost died from yeah. your your leg. Like your leg got affected. You almost died, bro. Like this is this is the type of stuff where you at that at that point in time, I know he had to have a serious conversation with his wife and his family. Like, and I'm I'm sure a lot of tears were shed, things like that. But I'm sure he looked at his wife and basically told her, like, this is what I'm doing. I need you to trust me on this. This is my dream. I have such a love for the game. Let me do this. And they agreed to go ahead and pursue that. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that after all, that his entire journey, he's exactly where he is, got cleared, medically cleared to be out on the practice field. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy. I just need him to take his time coming back. Do not rush it. Because it's, a, again, your leg was infected. You almost died. Like it almost had to be amputated. You uh you took you took the words right from me. I'm I'm very happy that he came back. Great comeback story. Love love those. Yeah, it's amazing. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. Exactly. Yeah. Let's not try to jump back into it and you know jump back in the season. Try exactly. to start week one. Like let's calm down. Another thing is the Redskins. I'm sorry. The the Washington football team. Come correct. The they're off of the line <laughs> is not even up to par right now. So should Dwayne Haskins need to? To me, it's not even that. To me, I mean, I know he's back and he's happy. He doesn't look like he's completely mobile. No, yet. no, he does not. I'm looking at the video. He, he doesn't. To, I don't know if it's just me that sees this, but he does not look like he's completely he's, mobile he's yet. Not. And I, I feel like one bad hit, it's over, and he's back to square one. Yeah, it's over quick. And he has the brace. He has the brace on. Mm-hmm. Like he looks very, very stiff and very hesitant. Yep. He doesn't look. Like, mobile, yeah. I think he actually needs almost a, a another, year of rehab. Exactly. A, a, another a year. year. Right. Yeah. Another year. And like your plant foot, when you're throwing that football on your plant and you're planting on that leg. Yeah. Okay. Like it, it can get dangerous. Yeah. We just we just seen um Cowboys. He that plant planting early. He uh tore his yeah. he took his um quad? Tore his quad. Yeah, I think I think he tore his quad. Yeah. Cowboys not what defensive tackle. Yeah, defensive tackle. There you yeah. go. Yeah. So it's I mean Take your time. Yeah. I think he needs another year. Like, I get it. I'm glad that he's back out on the field. You know, I'm I'm glad he's back with, you know, his teammates. Mm -hmm. It's great to see. Love the comeback story, like I said, but calm down. Like, like slow down. I feel like you're moving. I feel like you're moving way too fast. Like, take your time. Just because you're clear does not mean you need to hop on that field and play. Exactly. I think that about wraps it up, man. We had a a loaded show today, man. A lot, a lot to get off our chest with this college football. Good to be back. <laughs> Very good to be back off that two-week hiatus. Sorry about that, you guys. We lost power last week because of that storm. <laughs> Pretty messy around here. But we're back. Yeah. The, the boys are back, and we are 
here to give you all these bubble updates. Oh, <laughs> I meant to say this. Second round come, family's back. Players can't have people in the bubble now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Guess what? How do you feel about that, man? It's going to be a lot of uh, after after the games. I guarantee you that the boys ain't hanging around with each other. <laughs> oh, nah. <laughs> yeah. Guess what? I'll see you at practice I'm, I'm tomorrow. I'm a holler at you. I'll see you at practice tomorrow, my G. <laughs> I got, I'm busy. Yeah. Look, I'm hey, busy. Hey, bro. I just hope that um, right up until this point, mm-hmm. the bubble's been corona free. Yeah. I hope that this doesn't invite cor- so corona into that, the bubble. That's the question. I'm, I'm a little worried about that. I know they're taking precautions. They're making the families quarantine. And they're going to be tested every day, too. And, yeah, they're going to be tested. So I just hope that they can keep the system going. I know that, you know, once the players that didn't make the playoffs left, that freed up a lot of space. So I understand why they're doing it. I mean, the players deserve it. I just don't want it to get out of hand. I know it's families or, in a sense, essential essential people that you know you've mm-hmm. had you have long-standing relationships yeah with. so that, that that tweet made me laugh <laughs> i'm like whoa you know what you're doing whoa long <laughs> yeah what instagram model gonna be in the yeah. bubble man look who 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 invited an instagram model to the bubble you know the, you know the boys that have already been in the yeah, dms who, who invited instagram hey, models hey, to the hey, bubble hey girl you uh you know you can i'm gonna fly you out to you know orlando be in the bubble Yo, you just me. got you just got a quarantine for five days and I mean, you here. But you can't leave, though, after that. Yo, for two months, that's... Yeah. Two months. You start with the same person yo, for two months, so you better yo, choose wisely. Yo, you, you, we got to be smart yeah, about this. You, look, you better choose you got, wisely. Two months. She cannot get on your nerves. <laughs> she, <laughs> she she cannot get on your nerves. Day three, you're going to be trying to kick her out. like, And like, she ain't got nowhere to go because she like, can't leave. Yeah, can't leave. <laughs> like... I, you gotta. You better think smart. Yeah, all y'all fellas is out there booking uh, Instagram models. Yeah, Guess y'all, what? Y'all better think smart, man. Y'all got. Y'all got to think strategic. Yeah, and Lou, if you bring any of them strippers from the, <laughs> yo, relax. All right, enough, <laughs> enough. We getting out of here. Look, we we getting out of here. We gonna wrap this. <laughs> enough, enough. You are out of pocket. You. <laughs> I would like to thank everyone for tuning in to another edition of the Out of My League podcast. I'd like to give a shout out to all the essential workers, all the people still out fighting for change. Mm-hmm. You know, Black Lives Still Matter. Every it is day. still a movement every day, all day, 24-7. I'd like to give a shout out to all those who listen and all those who support us yep. and, you know, continue to rock with us. And I want everyone to stay safe. And continue to social distance. Wear your mask, yes, please. Please wash and, your hands. And also vote. Please <laughs> vote. vote. Please, please vote. Yes, please vote, everybody. Um, again, like us, share, review, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Please, please, please share, like, review. Let's get these reviews in. We have been doing really good on our listens. So, guys, please keep it up. Share, like, review. We appreciate you guys. Yeah, we thank y'all, man. Shout out to y'all. And with that being said, I'm out of here. I'm out. Solid ain't no debate, no way ain't no escape. Big dog 
eating off the plate. Cool breeze, march with the same. Flexed up now, John Cena. Racked up more than Serena. Wife a baddie looking like Nia. More drip, more than a leader. I'm at the wood, I said I would get. No mediocre, I'm feeling like Tip. Sound like to me, we got us a hit. They can't even drip line. So savvy is a swag daddy. Red eye flights out to Cali. Holding bags, looking like a caddy. Penthouse vibes, no Addy. This is the wave to give them the feeling. Rappers be capping, no, I don't feel you. Feel like the man when I walk through the building. Too many scars need spiritual healing. I got a million dreams. I got a million schemes. We going crazy, we going crazy. We got the winning team. After a year, they thought I fell off. I said the jokes on you. Making them plays, making them moves. Good with that ink, Jaru. Reload it back with the clips. Hammer, I'm too legit. Too much torch, I'm lit. Too much torch, I'm lit. 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 I